0: hi welcome to season two episode 10 of the pictures out there podcast series with lee stewart and dave fogelman we continue the five-part mini-series called getting our lives into a great balance with today's topic our best balance of the spiritual and the physical life includes both a spiritual experience and a physical experience. What is a great balance between the spiritual and the physical that optimizes and complements both of them? Let's explore. And now,
1: here's Dave and Lee. Thank you so much, Candy. Hi, this is Dave. And this is Lee. And welcome back. This is the second part of a five part podcast mini series, as we call it, that we call Getting Our Lives Into a Great Balance. Our topic last time in the first part of this mini series was the magic of balance. Mm-hmm. We talked about finding a great balance with several things our accomplishments and results versus our experiences and our journey. We said you might think of that a little bit as the what of our life versus the how of our life. Mm-hmm. We talked about finding a great balance with our level of ambition. We talked a little bit about selfish ambition versus unselfish ambition. We talked about our pride, our self-confidence versus our humility. Talked about our curiosity, what we don't know versus our certainty and what we're sure of. So in reflecting on our chat last time, particularly about accomplishments and results, versus experiences or the what versus the how if you prefer some of us may have thought well I actually haven't really thought through specifically what I want to accomplish or what I want to experience in my life so it's hard for me to even say Mm -hmm. if I have a balance or not if that's the case for you that's okay because we have a tool we have a tool that may help you think through what you want to accomplish and what you want to experience. Lee, uh, can you tell us a little bit about the balance wheel? Well, thanks, Dave. Let's talk about this powerful tool called
2: the balance wheel. So, first, I would ask you to visualize an old fashioned wagon wheel. Might have four or five or six spokes on it. Those spokes, in this context, represent the domains or areas of your life that you hold most sacred, okay? So for many people, one of the spokes might be their relationship with their family, obviously. For some folks, it might be one of the spokes is my career, my professional life. For others, it might be uh, my spiritual, mental, physical health. Those could all represent one spoke. Mm -hmm. So here's how I have people use this tool. The hard part is sitting down, quietly reflecting and considering what are the four or five or six most cherished sacred domains of my life? Meaning what do I want to make sure that I'm tending to day to day, Mm -hmm. week to week, month to month, giving appropriate energy and resources to Mm -hmm. then after you've identified those, the way I've used this tool for years is at the end of every month. I get out my balance wheel, I look at it, and I go, okay, dude, in the past 30 days, what would you grade yourself or assess yourself on your physical, mental, and spiritual health? And I might conclude, well, all I've done is eat junk food and skip going to the gym this week. So I'm going to give myself a low score on that.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: What does that activate? A renewed commitment and conviction that, no, I need to tend to that domain of my life. It is indeed important to me. So month to month, it's a way to look at that tool and say, mm-hmm. where am I deficient? Or do I feel good? Or do I want to redirect some of my energies in the next 30 days to kind of shore up maybe that sacred domain of my life that I'm not paying enough attention to. But it all begins with what Dave suggested in the beginning. You have to sit down and reflect and consider Well, what do I want to maintain in balance? Right. That's how the exercise begins.
1: So certainly in the verbiage that we used before of accomplishments or results, Mm -hmm. you could identify in the context of the balance wheel, what are those accomplishments or results that I'm wanting to have? Yes. And are they happening over time at that point of review? And you could do the same thing with experiences. Absolutely. that you're wanting to have. So. Totally applicable to that tool, and we thought that would be helpful to go ahead and share that with you. Yeah, absolutely. All righty. So our topic today is another balance topic, and we call it our best balance of our spiritual and physical life experiences. So while we're in this life, each of us have a physical life experience. We'll explain that a bit more. And a spiritual life experience. We'll explain that a bit more. We're using the word spiritual here. Mm -hmm as broadly Mm -hmm. as it can possibly be used. So, for instance, a belief in a specific religion can be part of someone's spiritual life experience, but it certainly does not have to be. No, maybe you gain spiritual nurturance from being in nature, for example. Exactly. And so physical experience, when we're referring to that, it is what we feel, touch, Uh, taste, it's our senses, Mm -hmm. the things, it's being in these bodies. It's the physical experience that we go through in life. And that obviously is going on constantly. Mm -hmm. That's happening all the time. We, We never are really leaving this physical life experience. Yes. The spiritual experience is one that I think for most of us we tap into. It is paying attention to what may not be visible. It is looking at whatever we may choose or decide or explore having faith in as something that is unseen. If we believe that we have a soul or a spirit, it's everything related to the exploration of that Mm -hmm. and what that means. If we believe in a deity that we can't physically see, Mm -hmm. it's everything that's involved in the exploration of that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So our spiritual experience can be... Uh, a multitude of experiences, uh, including what Dave said, perhaps an affinity with a particular belief system or religion. But for me, I'll just use myself as an example to help you think through what your spiritual experience may represent. Uh, I don't need to go sit in a church, although I'm not opposed to doing that. I find value in that. But I would just as soon go out and sit on a rock near a lake mm-hmm. in nature and be quiet. Mm-hmm. And that's when your mind just goes free and you're not experiencing what I would call conscious thought.
1: And so what we're postulating here today is that that everybody benefits from having some kind of healthy balance, good balance, yes. between the physical life experience of their choosing yes. and the spiritual life experience of, of their, their choosing. choosing and that somehow finding that balance for each of us is where we really get to a very happy, satisfied place.
2: Our physical form, our unique physical selves, they give each of us wonderful ways to show love and express love, not only to ourselves, but to other people. We have shared our picture for physicality in the future in last season's podcast series in our fourth episode, our dream of each person loving their own physical uniqueness and one another's physical uniqueness, and also loving all that they physically have in
1: common with all people. So we're going to share our thoughts, these are Lees and mine, about how, and this is for us, it's a very personal statement, how our physicality and spirituality weave in and out of our lives today. And we're going to do it in the form of three statements. Mm -hmm. And we think these statements for us are very complimentary. And they fit well together and reflect the physical and spiritual experiences that we have. We, for us, think there's a healthy balance to be found within these statements when Lee and I live them. Yes, know? So right. that's, that's, again, always a challenge and where something like the balance wheel can be a very effective tool. So here we go. Okay, the first of the three statements is, I love
2: my own unique physicality. I love my own physicality. I have grown to love everything about it, including those things that some people might view as imperfections. Hey, that guy's nose looks a little funny.
1: There would be a number of things about both of, about both of us that all sorts of people would say, you're not happy with that. Yeah, are you?
2: There could, they generously described as imperfections. How's that? So I have grown to love my own unique physical life experience and everything about it. I also appreciate the unique physical experiences that every other human has and the unique story that every person can and should share about their own physical experience in their own lives. I want to hear and appreciate their story with love and without judgment. Every person's physical experience should be a beautiful one and viewed that way by other people.
1: Okay. So Lee talked about in this first statement, our view of our physical experience. I
2: love my own physicality. Statement number one.
1: But there's a big but here in statement number two, and that's B-U-T. (laughs) But there's a big but in our second statement. At the same time, and this is really related to our physical experience. At the same time, I don't like the situation within our imperfect human society that me and every other person has been put in up to this point in time. We all live today and have lived with gender bias, mm-hmm. racial bias, and other forms of physical bias that very frequently exist in our human society. I don't like the privilege that's often existed for me in the United States as a white, mm-hmm. as a male, as a heterosexual. The idea of that is beyond repulsive to me, mm-hmm. that there is some kind of privilege that uh, I have received. I reject that privilege in my heart. I wish none of that privilege ever existed. I want no part of it. I've not always recognized earlier in my life the daily occurrences of that privilege as it happens. But I continue to do my best to better recognize and reject it when it occurs. Now, I want to be clear about a couple of things, and Lee would say the same thing. And we started with that first statement. I love my physical self. Yes. I'm fine with my skin tone. I'm fine with my gender. I'm fine with my sexuality. I don't like that it matters to anyone else or creates any kind of privilege or advantage. And I will fight that privilege and advantage for the rest of my life with my vote and with my voice until I have my last breath in this life. Well,
2: I think you've brought up something really, really important for all of us to reflect on, Dave. We got the bodies that we got. We, right. didn't, we didn't choose them. Right. Right? That's kind of the DNA lottery. Right. I love my physical self. I'm appreciative and grateful for my physical self. But throughout my life, I have been keenly aware of the privileges that my physical self has imparted to me. Right. I, too, combat against that privilege to the best of my ability, recognizing that I'm not always successful in that. Why should I feel any better or differently about myself than someone who looks completely different from me? Right. So... Are you ready for statement number three? Number three. At the same time, I love my unique spiritual life and experience and journey. I love and appreciate the spiritual life experiences and journeys of other people. I appreciate the unique spiritual experience that every human has and the unique story that every person can and should share about that unique spiritual experience. And I want to hear and appreciate their story with love, without judgment. I love my spirit, or if you prefer, my soul. I believe my spirit and my soul have no color, no gender, no sexual orientation, and no physical elements to it at
1: all. I think that last sentence is an interesting one, and it's a key one, and I think part of what we're talking about here is how you have the balance between these two things, but they don't. Start getting so intertwined that you can't separate them, and so we're putting out there this notion of we each have a spirit and a soul. Yes, that has no color, has no gender, right? Has no sexual orientation. Yeah. And I think we're used to kind of saying, well, our spirits are invisible, and and when we die, a lot of us believe that they the spirit lives on. Mm-hmm. Do we really believe that they live on and exist today? without physicality. Right. And we're saying we don't think there's any physical element to them, but we that, don't. that can be hard for us to really imagine that it is very hard for us, you know, and separate. So, I mean,
2: there's a common belief system about what we'll call the afterlife, right? That definition right there has a few challenges with it. <laughs> right. But what if our spirits are just considered to be energy, right? Nothing more than that. They're right. the energy that propel our physical beings. Well, energy doesn't have gender or color or height or weight or any physical element to it. So if that helps you think of it in a different way, there you go. And it really
1: challenges us to think of our identity in this life, our spiritual identity, and kind of going, yeah, can we really separate these two? Mm -hmm. Can we have them in harmony and in balance like we're talking about, but can we separate the physicalness of this from the spirituality? Yes. And so we're saying we certainly recognize that that can be a challenge, but it's something that we believe in that we need to do. Yes. Yep. Okay. So now we can sometimes feel that our physical and spiritual life is somehow out of balance and using the balance wheel or some other tool like that. We can feel like we're leaning too heavily toward one and not to the other or something's just out of whack. Uh, or there can be some sort of gap or a feeling of missing something or something wrong in our own life experience Mm -hmm. for lee and me as long as our physical expression is respectful of other people's physicality our physical expression is in concert and harmony with our best pure spiritual expression and then our spiritual expression is respectful of other people's spiritual expression Mm -hmm. you see the dots we're creating here All of this can really be wonderful and a thing of beauty. And so if we don't have both a satisfying physical and spiritual experience in our lives, then we're likely going to feel some kind of sense of dissatisfaction or a gap. Mm -hmm. And if the world doesn't generally create a positive physical environment and spiritual environment for all of us, then our human society really is going to have and has, as we speak, a life-threatening and world-threatening problem in what is our ever-smaller world. Yes,
2: we're more connected globally than we've ever been in human history. So think about the implications for that. My belief system probably needs to coexist as well as it possibly can with belief systems of people I've never met on the other side of the world.
1: Yeah, our diversity of physicality is on all of us ways it never has been because of how small the world has gotten. It's inescapable. Mm -hmm. We are diverse physically. Mm -hmm. That's just the way it is. Right. We are diverse spiritually. Spiritually and and we intersect with each other and come across each other and again we would say yay lee and i would go that's wonderful that's great yay the more differences the more better Yeah, yeah yeah for some of us that's a real challenge that we have now these intersections with other people and you know, is one element of spirituality better than another? Mm -hmm. And some of us like to believe that's the case. Is one element of physicality better Better. than another? And some of us like to believe that's the case. We don't buy it. Right. We don't buy either one. Right. And as our world gets small, we got to figure it out. Yeah. So consider
2: this question. Shouldn't each of us optimize or maximize the spiritual expression in this life of our true eternal spirit it's our non-gender spirit non-ethnic spirit, non-sexual spirit, our truest eternal soul. Do we believe that we can carry any physical trappings with us into the next spiritual life? Can Mm. we take our skin color with us, our physical qualities our gender Mm. reasonable people can have different points of view on that I think our belief is that we're leaving this physical manifestation of this experience behind. And as we've stated before, it's just going to become energy or some other thing that we can't quite describe with human language.
1: And and this question that Lee's asking may sound kind of, gee, that's interesting. Uh, let's, yeah, let me think about that for a second. We're saying that question and how we answer it and think about it absolutely impacts now. Yeah. It impacts right now. Right now, day to day. It impacts right now because what you think about that from a spiritual context should then create some influence on how we think of our physicality.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. It's not something that's going to happen in the future. The implication is daily. Yeah. 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 So suppose we believe in a God or whatever mm. deity. Okay. Uh, do you believe that God or that other deity has a skin color? Actually, mm. actually, do you think that thing has skin? Mm. <laughs> Does it have any physical qualities at all? Does it has a, have a gender? Mm. If your answers to those types of questions is
1: no, I don't think so.
2: Well, then consider your own physical manifestation as leaving when we pass from this existence.
1: And there may be a question to reflect on. If you think that God needs to have a skin color or that our spirits need to have a skin color or physical qualities or a gender, why? Why? Why does that matter? Why is that important? Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm going to leave it at that because I think it's pretty obvious why that might matter. If that's something that's important to you, it's worth reflecting on. Mm-hmm. That's a very powerful point to reflect on. So we should seek to optimize both experiences in this life to our point of view. And again, we're not dictating what those experiences are, the physical and the spiritual, and we love the diversity of both. In the best possible balance, we should seek to understand those experiences of others And that's a great balance. Everyone has their own journey and their own story to tell, and we should always support their opportunity to use their voice, their unique voice in that vein. If we believe that this life is all there is, shouldn't we still want to optimize our understandings and insights of other people's experiences? both physical and spiritual, while we're alive. Whatever your spiritual belief system is, we believe this has relevance to this life and now.
2: Yes. And at the same time, can we optimize both our spiritual and physical expressions of love in our life? Love in all of its wonderful forms, maintaining a great balance in love. Optimizing our spiritual expressions and our physical expressions of love in our lives is completely complementary. There's no disconnect there. We don't have to give more emphasis to one than another. They can be in perfect balance. Our common spirituality we like to think of is an umbrella of sorts. Think of that as an umbrella. Ah. It's over us and it's beyond our experiences as a human in this life. And within this umbrella of our common spirituality, here's what we have. We have a common ability to love and to be loved we have a spiritual connection to each other. Our spiritual connection goes to all life forms, not just to other humans. Our spiritual connection to the world, the universe, and mm. all that lies beyond our ability to comprehend
1: as humans. Mm-hmm. That's us kind of going, yeah, we believe that we have a soul or a spirit we think there is some element of connection to everything else. I ain't smart enough to figure out exactly what that is, (laughs) but I do feel that.
2: Yeah. I mean, there are absolute limitations to human understanding and we respect and recognize that here. We're just kind of challenging some conventional thinking. Every person has their own experiences in this human life and their own personal story to tell about that experience. Everyone should be able to tell their story in this life And to have their voice heard about their own experience. And we should listen well when they tell their story. Why? Because it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be different from ours. We've
1: said that before, haven't we? Is there is there a human story that we've ever heard that wasn't interesting? Interesting. You know, that's that's one of the magic pieces of life. Yeah, something to learn from. Something to learn from. So we should always strive In closing on this piece, for that best beautiful balance of full acceptance of physicality of ourselves and others and full and supportive exploration of our spiritual selves and the spiritual selves of others. All right, Dave, we have arrived
2: at that segment in our podcast series where we speak directly to the future. Hello, future. (laughs) We think that in the future... You have a different view of balance between physical and spiritual experiences. What do you suppose that looks like in the future, Dave, sitting here in 2022?
1: I speculate, Lee, that uh, our future listeners would be saying in response to all of this, you know, the physicality part of this, we kind of got that down. We appreciate the diversity of physicality. We appreciate everybody's differences. We kind of got that one to a pretty firm, good place. Mm-hmm. We don't permit people to be abused about their physicality in any way. And part of loving ourselves physically is loving everybody else physically and Loving diversity that's great the spirituality piece my I would speculate that you all in the future are still going Yeah, we're still figuring all that out. (laughs) Yes, you know, but we are much more accepting of That exploration. Yes, we are much less judgmental Mm -hmm. about other people's spiritual beliefs of the moment and We are fully supportive of everybody else and ourselves continuing that search And they would say, and we ain't there yet. There's still so much that we don't know, but we have faith in different things, different ones of us, and it's important. And we support people having a full spiritual life, whatever that may mean for them.
2: We've eliminated the distractions Mm -hmm. of being hung up on physical differences. Mm. Doesn't that give you more bandwidth Yes. if in the future exploring spirit? Yeah. I would think so. So we think in the future that you've accomplished that and you've arrived at that balance.
1: Thinking about this topic and preparing for this, I've had some thoughts where among other things in our time here and in past times, there have been people who have completely removed themselves as much as possible from the physical experience Mm -hmm. of life Mm -hmm. to explore the spiritual Mm -hmm. experience. Which has been a choice for them. And to think of monks and, and yeah, people yog- who yogis. will go do that. Yeah. yeah. And there's a part of that where I think maybe I understand that just a touch more from even having to think about this topic because of the constancy of the physical experience and how that can sometimes make it very difficult to extract yourself from the physical experience to really explore and reflect on the spiritual. Mm -hmm. So I'm not prepared myself to go live on a mountain somewhere and remove myself (laughs) from. But I understand that probably a little bit better than I did before, why somebody might say I've got to do that to really go explore the spiritual piece. Yes. But we're saying whatever that is for you, balance, balance, balance. Exactly. All right. Okay. So in closing, what are your pictures? And hopefully, you know, those are continuing to expand and hopefully you're continuing to give energy to them. What are your perspectives? Hopefully you're exploring your own and the perspectives of others. What are your ideals? Hopefully those are becoming more and more meaningful to you, whatever your ideals are and then what's your influence to use in your own life and with the world. Thanks so much for joining us, and join us soon for Part 3.
2: We hope to connect with you soon.
0: Thanks for joining us today. As always, feel free to explore more about Pictures Out There at picturesoutthere.com and major social media sites. We hope you have the day of your dreams, the day of your pictures.